How is crypto staking taxed? What is taxable when dealing with NFTs or non-fungible tokens? What if I give or receive crypto as a gift? What about airdrops, ETFs, DAOs, and DeFi? Hello, I'm Crypto Casey, and in this video, we are going to explore how taxes work when working within DeFi protocols and much, much more with Lorenzo Abitiello, an expert and industry leader in cryptocurrency tax and crypto tax planning. If you want to see more content like this, where we interview professionals in the cryptocurrency world to help us on our crypto journeys, let me know by liking this video, subscribing to my channel, and clicking the bell notification to stay up to date on all the latest content. This video is part four of our interview with Lorenzo, where we focus on taxes with DeFi, staking, gifts, ETFs, NFTs, and DAOs, as well as things we should understand as investors and stay mindful of throughout the rest of this year while trading. Lorenzo is offering us a free 15-minute consultation with him about our crypto tax situations. So if you'd like to redeem his offer, be sure to scroll down and use the link in the description area below or use the QR code displayed on the screen. Awesome. So let's explore taxes on DeFi and more with Lorenzo, a certified public accountant that can actually give us financial advice. So we've covered mining. Let's get into staking, the wonderful world of staking. So how are people taxed when they lock up crypto for staking? Staking is like a baker making bread. When you bake more bread and you're earning more, and you're, and you're making more bread, and you're putting it on the shelves, you don't have to pay taxes. It's only until you take that bread and you put it over the counter and you sell it is when you have to pay taxes. Likewise with staking. I'm not putting on anything on my client's tax returns just yet, or I'm gonna extend for any ones that, that were a little bit more, you know, a little heavier. Some people are a little want one, have patience. Until they're today saying, this is how it's done. I think it's gonna yeah. change. I'll be honest, I really do think it's gonna change. I think they're gonna make it that when you stake, you earn income, and then from there you pay capital gains or a loss. At the end of the day, they're gonna get the same amount of money. That's why the IRS isn't too worried about it. It's all gonna balance out. Once they sell, it's all balances out. Staking often happens within DAOs. So are there other things that people should be mindful of when interacting with DAOs from a tax perspective? Really, the biggest part obviously is is watching for these rules right now. Because the staking staking is in there's a court case ongoing on right now about it to, to clarify, you know, whether staking income is taxable on receipt or when sold. At the end of the day, it's all relative. It's all going to come into play once once you do sell. But the one thing that I think really you need to take notice of is how it's recorded on the tax software. Irrelevant of what you decide on how, if you're going to pay taxes on the sale or on the receipt, what happens when you record this, a lot of times when you send your crypto out into a staking protocol, that wallet address you send it to, that's where it records on, on the blockchain, is not an internal wallet. So what ends up happening is it thinks it's a taxable event. So you pay taxes on the way out. Then when you get the, the rewards in, you pay taxes on the, on the way in and it creates a new tax basis. So I see taxable events on both sides of the ball when it shouldn't be that way. So that's definitely something to watch out for. And something that we look out for any of our clients that have staking is we'll sort by this or our staking transactions to see if they're reported from. And if you need a cryptocurrency tax software solution to make calculations on your trades, check out CryptoTrader.tax. 
CryptoTrader.tax at the time of this video is still CryptoTrader.tax. However, they are rebranding soon to their new name, Coin Ledger. So make sure you scroll down to the description area below to access the correct and official site, or feel free to use the QR code displayed on the screen as we will keep the links up to date for you while they finish their rebrand. One of the best aspects of their services is you don't have to pay anything up front. You can start calculating your taxes instantly without any obligations and without having to provide a credit card. So you can use their platform for free. You can import all of your transactions and see your complete gains and losses overview for free. And you only have to pay if you want to physically download your tax reports for filing. Cool, back to Lorenzo. What about people who are invested in ETFs? Should they be mindful of uh, taxable events that could occur with those investments? You know, it's a standard um, uh, you know, asset, right? Standard equity asset. So if, if any gain or loss, anything is realized, you're gonna pay taxes on. The one thing that with ETFs, potentially there could be some fees. So you just wanna be, be mindful of the fees or not, but it's generally treated okay. just like any other equity. How about airdrops when people are receiving airdrops? Are those taxable events? Well, most of the airdrops, won't probably end up being any significant tactical events. So like all of these crazy coins that you end up getting them just show up in your wallet, they're probably only yeah. cents. So you don't really have to worry too much about them. But if you get a major airdrop, unfortunately, that is 100% taxable. That is considered income. Short term, it comes right on, you know, it, it, sh it should be reported as income. Like, so if you just get, you know, like we've seen some pretty big ones. They, so when they receive the airdrop, let's just say the value does increase, do they have to pay the taxes from when they receive the airdrop or when they choose to sell it? So if they choose to sell after 12 months, would that be a capital gains versus a short-term income tax or you have to pay for when you receive it? Two, technically two times you pay, you can pay taxes. Nice. So you receive it and then the difference from that day you receive what the basis is to when you sell it. So there's going to be two events. It's like I give it. you a bunch of money. Right? If I give you a bunch of money, like Casey, you know, I, I wanna, I wanna give you all this cash right now, and but I'm gonna put it in your business's name, so it's gonna come, it's gonna be considered income in your business, it's like a donate, not like a donation, but it's considered, you know, income. Sure. You know, so that's an airdrop. It's, it's, uh, yeah. But a lot of times, like I said, people are getting all these, these weird airdrops, and they're worried about them. They're worth like a penny. Mm -hmm. So I really wouldn't be too crazy about it. What about gifting? What happens when uh, people gift versus receive a gift in crypto? Yeah, gifting gifting is, a, is an interesting technique that I, I feel like people don't use enough. Uh, you, you can give up to 15 grand a year to multiple people. So if you have say, you know, 60,000 bucks, you can give that away and not have any taxable events. And what you do is you just quote it code it on your software as a gift. Now, okay. you give more than $15,000 to someone, then that goes towards your gift exclusion. You have to file a return for that. So anything over that amount, you would have to file a tax return for it, and then it takes away from your lifetime exclusion, which changes, it's changed throughout the years. You know, I, I'm not even, what's, what's it at now? Was that like 12 million? Now, let's look at what the actual total, total gift exclusion, uh, to, um, the uh, lifetime gift exemption 2022 is 12,000, it's 12, 12 million bucks. So in your lifetime, you can give 12 million bucks and and uh, it's not gonna be taxable. 
If you don't code it correctly, it's going to incorrectly produce the wrong type of tax. Now, sure. so so gifting is something that that, that rarely is used, which, which should be used a little bit more. Um, but if it's over... If Why it's, do you say that? Oh, I think it's like you, that 15,000 limit, you can go and send stuff out and I feel like it's really good for people who are older. You know, I feel like okay. people who are older and they're starting to give away their wealth, then um, that's that's where I see a lot of times in planning. You know, you give a little bit of money. Let's say you're 50 years old and you want to start retiring when you're you know, you're 65, you're like every, every year I'm going to be giving money away to my, to my nieces and nephews and grandkids. It's, it's something that can be used strategically. All right. So what about NFTs? Everybody is wondering how are NFTs, non-fungible tokens taxed? NFTs are, are, are a funky one. And from my word on my contacts with what, because I have you know, a bunch of clients that are involved in government, involved in the White House, and and actually, one of my clients is even involved in the bill that's that's being um, you know, put through to the, with the government. So wow. a lot of really good clients. And from what I'm being told in terms of the IRS, NFTs right now are starting to really be watched. Currently, before before this, they actually took a more of a backseat approach and they said, you know, NFTs, I want to see what you guys do. Is this a fad? Is this just some people buying pictures or this is actually something? And I think they're starting to realize this is probably bigger than crypto. There will be clarification on NFTs. I think there's going to be a flat tax person. They're just like India did this. I actually okay. pulled that. Before India did that, I said, I think that there's too much stuff. There's too much variety. They're probably going to do mm -hmm. a flat tax. Because there's so much you can do. And it's so different across the board that you probably would need its own like tax code, tax rules, just NFTs. Because there's yeah. a lot of and if statements. So mm -hmm. you're either gonna go that route or you're gonna go flat. Right now, I'm treating it just like any sort of crypto. You buy it at one price, you sell it at another, it's a game. If you're collecting rewards, then, you know, that's 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 where it gets a little tricky. Is when you get these NFTs sure. that you get an acorn and then it makes you more acorns and now you got all these acorns and trade the acorns <laughs> for a sword and like and now it's worth two hundred thousand dollars and it's like it, it's <laughs> yeah, a lot of subjectivity <laughs> a lot of subjectivity so what I would say for that is if you do have a situation you know come and reach out to someone you know like us or another CPA and whatnot and and take it case by case because there's so much variety. But in the simplest terms, if you buy something at one price, you sell it at another, it's taxable at the gain or loss. Sweet. Well, that was part four of our interview with Lorenzo, exploring taxes on different crypto activities. If you missed part one where we explore tax reporting basics and the importance of filing an extension this year while we await further clarification from regulators, you can check it out now by clicking on the link above. In part two, we talk about how crypto trading, bot trading, and margin trading are taxed, and you can check that out by using this link. And in part three, we discuss tax deductions, losses, and how we can legally decrease our tax liabilities throughout the year, which you can check out using this link. The rest of our interview, we dive into topics like mining, lending, borrowing, crypto credit cards versus debit cards, and much, much more. So be sure to check it out. Remember that Lorenzo is kindly giving us all the chance to have a free 15-minute consultation with him about our crypto tax situations. 
so please be sure to scroll down to the description right below or use the QR code displayed on the screen to redeem his offer. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch this video. If you enjoyed the content, please make sure to like this video, subscribe to my channel, and click the bell notification to stay up to date on all of the latest videos. So what did you think of part four of our interview? Are you feeling more at ease about DeFi, gifting, and NFT activities? Have you checked out the other parts of this interview? Let me know in the comments below. Be safe out there. Thank you.